Hello and welcome to Dismantle Racism, where our goal is to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism and to create a world where racial equity is the norm. I'm your host, the Reverend Dr. TLC, and today we are going to be talking about from overwhelm to action. We are going to start the day, as always, by inviting us just to take a deep breath and just to Breathe in awareness, to breathe out confusion, to breathe in awakening where the blinders are removed that keep us locked into our feelings and enable us to go beyond what's happening in the world to experiencing life in our hearts and actions in our body so that we can move forward. And so we wanna breathe in light, light that will uncover the dark recesses of our mind and that will allow us to see another perspective. So we wanna breathe in again, clarity and remove any clutter that would prevent us from understanding the other. I wanna invite you just to release any anxiety that you may be feeling right now, any overwhelm that you may be experiencing and just let out a deep, deep breath and get ready for our exciting talk on from overwhelm to action. I am really, really excited today to talk with you all about this topic because I know that the idea of dismantling racism can really, really be overwhelming to a lot of folks. And last year when we had this surge in the conversation about racism, it was really interesting to watch the dynamics of folks on social media. Everybody had an opinion and there were people out there who really wanted to get involved with what was going on, but didn't know what to do. Because really, the idea of racism and white supremacy, when you think about dismantling that, it could just seem like it's too big of a task. So what are we called to do? What should we do in the process? And so often we need help trying to figure that out because we're looking at social media and we're thinking, am I supposed to do what those people are doing? That's not my personality. What can I do that represents who I am and where I am in the journey? So I'm delighted today to have Jeannie Spiro as my guest because Jeannie Spiro is a business coach and strategist and Jeannie actually, um, in, in this true transparency, was my coach uh, at one point, and we did a lot of work together uh, around my work that I do on um, sacred intelligence, wounds of religion, and dismantling racism, and she was one of the people that I had a lot of conversations with during that time because she was revamping uh, her business as well to try to figure out how do I address this issue of racism? And I know that a lot of entrepreneurs did at that time. And what I found was, is that many entrepreneurs would just change their mission statement, but they were not not doing the work. Well, Jeannie Spiro is very different in that vein. And Jeannie will share with us how she became more intentional in her actions, both personally and professionally. And so we'll talk a little bit about what her experience was like. I'm just so delighted again to have her here. Jeannie also is the host of the Midlife CEO podcast. And so I would invite you to listen in on that when you get a chance, because we're at this stage as entrepreneurs that we're it. We're midlife now as much as we don't uh, like to admit it sometimes. And so Jeannie really specializes in helping entrepreneurs who are in uh, 
in their midlife. And, and she helps them really to build their programs to six and seven figure businesses. So she's taking uh, multiple businesses to that level within the last 12 months. And one of the things that I want to say, and I'll let Jeannie talk a little bit about herself, but one of the things that I want to say is that Jeannie is committed to doing this work, but she's also committed to aging in a positive, powerful, and purposeful way. So Jeannie Spiro, welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. Carolyn, I'm truly honored to be here and join everyone. Thank you for having me. So Jeannie, one of the things that you know this because of the work that we did with uh, Sacred Intelligence, one of the things that's really important to me is for people to understand their relationship with sacred. So I believe that we have um, this internal part that we need to connect with in order to manifest our greatness. And then we have this selfish piece that I call where we need to transform ourselves. And then we have a shared piece. So I always invite my guests what are some of the things that you do to tap into who you are as a sacred being? So whether it be a practice, a, a, a ritual, what do you do to tap in? So this was something that was a struggle for me, and we've had many conversations about it over the years. I felt that I wasn't completely awakened. I didn't wasn't connected to a religion or spiritual practices until I started my own business. And then I realized I needed to look further than what was my current reality. And I realized that there was something missing. And so I started developing a variety of different practices, but I, I want to go back to last year. Last year for me, I started to feel a little unnerved, a little unsure. I started to feel a little anxious in what was going on in, in the world and online. And I was having a hard time sleeping and shutting my mind down and focusing on my business. And so someone had recommended that I start to tune things out, that when I'm in, I'm in, but when I need to rest, I develop a practice. And this simple little practice has changed so much and it's made, it's empowered me to do more and feel better. I very simply, I bought myself an eye mask and I put it on every single night at the end of the day and I close out the world and I rest. I close my eyes. I sort of go into a little bit of a trance and, and I meditate and I think about my day and it allows me to re to sleep and feel, feel good. And it's my practice now. I love it. I don't know what I would do if I lost my eye mask though. I probably have to, <laughs> I have to get another one. <laughs> well, it, I would imagine you, you'd kind of go in where you, you'd learn to just kind of go in without the eye mask. I might, I might, but I love having this physical barrier that sort of closes me out from the world and allows me to go internally, which you talk about the selfish. And I needed to go into the selfish to move away from the external to be able to get in tune with myself and my own guidance and the guidance that I couldn't hear. Mm. And now I can, I can hear it so much more clearly. You know what, Jeannie, I think that's so perfect. And having known you for years, I've seen a bit of that, that transformation because for me, the going inward, I love that you said to your guidance, because it's divine wisdom. When we tap into the greatest part of ourselves, that, that divine part of us that helps us to make the choices that are really good for us. And so I'm glad to see that you have that practice. And the thing about rest is, is we're resting to me in that spirit self, in that higher self, and it gives us the fortitude to be able to go on and do this work. And I know from my conversations with you that it really was overwhelming for you last year when all of this talk about um, dismantling racism came up. And I know for you, you were already in a point where I think that you were more engaging with mm -hmm. people of color than many entrepreneurs I see. Um, I know that there was an understanding 
that you had when you worked with entrepreneurs of color that sometimes when I had worked with other folks, I did not see. And so talk a little bit about what was your initial response? Because given that you already have this history of, you know, working with people of color, um, what was kind of your initial response when everything kind of erupted last summer? So I'm going to go back slightly before that period, because I, I, I just want to explain, I'm, I'm a pretty in tune person. I'm a little bit, uh, call me an empath or maybe sensitive. I'm sensitive to energy and I'm sensitive to emotions and things. And, and not that that's a bad thing in any way. It's just that I've really realized how I'm wired. And at the end of 2019, I started to realize my business wasn't exactly the way that I wanted it to be. I was exhausted. I was drained. I wasn't feeling really good. And then the pandemic happened. And again, you know, when you're already kind of working at a high vibration and you're sensing everything, then, you know, you add something to it. So we had the pandemic and what was going on and the uncertainty to that. And so it was sort of already vibrating really, really high. And then, uh, and I'm thinking, what's my place? What am I doing? What am I doing with my, my business? And what ended up happening was I was going through my own evolution and starting to realize, I think I need to pull back a little bit on social media. I, I'm questioning myself. What am I doing? What am I putting out into the world? And then as everything began to unfold, when the murder of George Floyd happened in May, I've, I was already starting to question, what, what am I doing here? What is my role? What should I be saying in my business? What is relevant anymore? And I know that there's a lot that we can unpack on that, but I was in a questioning period, Terlin, like, what am I supposed to be saying at this time in this important part of history? That's mm-hmm. where I really was. Yeah. So Jeannie, I, I love that um, because I think for many folks, there was, there was a lot going on before COVID and a lot going on before the murder of George Floyd. And so all of that compounded it. So we're going to need to take a really quick break. And when we come back from the break, I really want to hear more uh, about um, this, the, the, some of the actions that you took in response to what was going on. And, and one being that you took a step back, as you say, from social media, but I'd like to hear if there were other things that you began to do as well. We will be right back with Dismantle Racism with your host, the Reverend Dr. TLC, and my guest today, Jeannie Spiro. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
We are back with Dismantle Racism. My guest today is Jeannie Spiro. Jeannie, before the break, we were talking about what some of your initial responses were around the conversation about uh, racism, all the protests. And one of the things that you mentioned was that you took a break from social media. Are there any other things that happened for you during that initial period? Absolutely. There were several things. So again, it goes back to the question about going inward. And so I started coming back to myself to ask myself questions about what, where was I in this? What were my, what were my thoughts? What, what were my beliefs? What were my actions? And the first thing that I thought was, you know, I've always, I always thought that I was inclusive and, and it made me wonder, am I, am I as inclusive as I, as I say that I am and what needs to change? And so the very first thing that I did was I did take a course on diversity and inclusion. It was designed for people, for business owners. And it was a, a, it was a small, it was an interactive. It was just a couple of lessons. And I thought, this isn't enough. There's more because I'm still uncertain. Uh, uh, what should I be doing for my marketing? What should I be doing? Because I've always thought that I was inclusive and, and it was not just simply about creating a diverse and inclusive environment. It was, what is my actual role in activism? And that's when I came to you and I thought, I'm not really planning to March. This isn't necessarily something that I feel called to do, but I start having conversations with you and, and other women. Like, I know I want to take action, but I don't know how. I, I don't know. I love to people please. I, I don't know. And that's when we started entering conversations and you offered your program at that time. And I thought, this is exactly what I need. I need to be involved in conversation with other women. And, and I trust you so completely in so many ways, in leadership, in the conversation about racism, that to me, it was, it was easy to come to you and talk to you about this and say, I don't know what I should and shouldn't be saying. I don't know what I should and shouldn't be doing in my business. I'm uncomfortable. And it was just that conversation with you about I'm uncomfortable I don't know what to do mm. and you were just amazing to me <laughs> <laughs> well thank you thank you for that Jeannie and and here's the thing that I want our listeners to hear this is tough stuff and mm-hmm. you're going to be uncomfortable with doing it and even when you came to me even though we've known each other for years I'm sure you were not comfortable like having the conversation, there was, there was the trust factor and it was easy to talk to me, but at the same time, I think folks need to hear, you got to step out of your comfort zone. And, and I, I'm thinking back on the uh, program now and the group of folks who were involved. And I know that there were days that was uncomfortable in that program because of the way that I've set the program up, but you kept coming back. And all the participants keep coming back to it because it's like, you've got to learn how to have the conversation. Yes. And I think that what's important in the work that um, we did together was learning, okay, what steps can I take? Because I know that not everybody is going to be out in the streets marching, but what can we do in our businesses? What can we do in our communities? Mm -hmm. Um, But talk a little bit about maybe some of the revelations that you've had about yourself through this process, because I believe it's all about the self-transformation. And I've heard so many people throughout my life, white people in particular, who will say, but I'm a good person, or I'm not a racist, or I didn't own slaves. It's not about any of those things. Mm -mm. It's about much more. And so talk about what are some of the things that that you became more aware of or your own transformation in the process? There were so much. And, you know, in, at the same time that I was in your program and I was starting to look at my business and what I was doing, you and I have had conversations before about little things that I could be doing in my business that make a significant difference. Uh, for example, my sales pages. And you were always kind to tell me, and it was so helpful to say, 
you are you have always had women women of color and black women in particular who've been in your programs but you also need to make sure that in your marketing materials they are seen that they see themselves that they're in your photographs and so I thought that I was doing some of the work already. And if we put quotes around good person, good business person, good person, I thought that I was doing some of it already. I didn't realize how much more there was or how much more that I what I wasn't aware of. And so in what one of the things that I started to do was look at how are things different from from you, for you versus me as a business owner? How are experiences different for you versus me in everyday life, in parenting, in choices, in investing in business growth, in everything? And I I didn't look at it from my viewpoint anymore. I began to look at it from, let me turn this around for a minute and see what does this look like as a black woman business owner or black woman raising children, like the parallel lives, right? Like we're talking about midlife. I started looking at it from other perspectives beside my lived experience. Mm -hmm. And I began, so that was one big thing for me was looking at it differently, looking Mm -hmm. at how am I having conversations, difficult conversations, in my business, what am I not aware of that I need to be aware of? And I just started asking questions and began engaging in conversation as often as much as I could as a very basic first step, Mm -hmm. uh, recognizing that that I'm not a black woman and I don't know exactly what life is like for you, but wanting to understand and that was that was helpful just to have a conversation. You know what what I find really powerful about what you're saying, Jeannie, is that a lot of coaches in particular and business strategists is that they think that there's a one size fit all sort of model. And I appreciate you asking the question, what would be different for Terrilyn as a woman of color that may not be the same? as what I experience. And that is really critical. And I can't, I, I can't stress this enough for the companies that I work with or individuals that I work with. You know, we may have uh, the same, we may be the same age, we may have the same education, we may have the same other things, but, but my life may be different in some other ways. Yeah. And it's important for you to understand who I am culturally and how the world responds to me versus how I respond to the world as well. And all of that is important when you're coaching folks, because you have to know what the lived experience is of a person. Otherwise, you can't get into their psyche to be able to help them. And so I really appreciate you saying I took a step back and started asking the questions. So for my listeners, I really want folks to understand that if you want to know more about people of color and dismantling racism, ask the questions. Just ask, and don't be afraid to ask the questions. Now, it's important to have a relationship because the reason why I could call Jeannie and say, Jeannie, I'm looking at your sales page and you don't have a personal color on here, Mm -hmm. you know, was because of our relationship. But I also was not telling her to have it on there just to have it on there. I explained to her why it was important for me as a person of color to look at a sales page, a a real sales page where there are real people like these were photos from Jeannie's event or people that, you know, like to say, you have people of color who are at your events to please show them. I don't mean the stock photos because a lot of people ran to do that, right? But I also knew from talking to Jeannie, I knew her character Mm -hmm. and I knew her heart. And I knew from conversations that we had had in our coaching programs as a group, how freely we talked about race, but that wasn't showing up in her her marketing. 
So again, it's not like I would just give anybody this advice and say, this is what you need to do without first walking through a process. So I'm really delighted, Jeannie, that you're asking the questions and you're asking the questions, even if they make you uncomfortable to hear the answers to, but it's the awareness as well. I'm, I'm curious though, um, you know, what have you seen in terms of the, the, the personal interactions with folks? So we're talking about it from a business level. Yeah. What are you noticing on a personal level? Um, I'm going to add two things um, to that, what you just asked. So I, I want to say one thing first about uh, there were a lot of people checking boxes, right, in their businesses. And I just want to say that, that I felt like there seemed to be a lot of that happening before. And maybe I'm wrong in that, but I felt like it was like, you know, did you attend a class? Did, did Have you updated your information? And I think that there's a level beyond that. It's what are you doing in your business? And then what are you also, what do you, what are your personal beliefs as well? And so that does tie to the conversations that we were having at our table at home, like, okay, so I'm doing this in my business to say, where am I? Am I, uh, am I, am I making the changes? Am I in conversation? We need to do this at the dinner table as well. This is not something that we just show up on paper and check boxes, right? So that's when I really started to look at how am I having conversations? Who am I hanging out with? Where are the women that uh, of color that I, are, are they in my life? And why aren't they? And that's when I started looking at, do I have friends? Like, what, how, what is my life like if I am saying one thing and it's not matching? So mm. I really started looking at the entire picture um, and having all conversations, business and personal. Mm, mm. I love that. I love that it, it went from the classroom to the personal to really community. And I know one of the, the exercises that I often do with folks in the class is really have them to start taking a look at what is the tapestry that is around you, you know, because we don't know what we don't know. We, we tend to think that what we see is the norm and we don't think beyond that. So uh, I'm happy to to really hear that. And I think it's important for our listeners because there might be folks out there who are saying, well, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a business owner. We start where we are and you start to have the conversations uh, with community folks, with church folks, with your school folks. Just take note of what's going on in your environment and know that the world is different for people based on uh, a lot of things, but race being one important thing. We're going to have to take another break um, and we'll be back with my guest, Jeannie Spiro, who will talk to us a little bit more about some of the transformational work that she's done uh, with herself in, and her business on dismantling racism. We'll be right back uh, on Dismantle Racism show today. We'll be right back. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feeling clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? 
Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Two at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. I am back with my guest today, Jeannie Spiro. Jeannie, before the break, we were talking about your self-transformation and some of the things that you have noticed. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add that we didn't catch? Yeah, it's a couple things, actually. So the, the thing that I was noticing for myself was, where am I hanging out? What am I doing? Where... Wh- why am I not, why do I not have as many women of color and black women in particular in my programs as I used to? And I, I started ha- asking questions like, what am I doing differently than I've done before? Because before it, I, I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't necessarily intentional. Like I'm inclusive. I just thought I was inclusive, right? And yet women were coming to me. And then I realized, Oh, and it was through conversation with you. I realized I might not be speaking in all of the environments that are diverse. I might not be speaking to women who need to know about my work. And and I just started looking at my friendships. I started looking at where I hang out, uh, the conversations that I'm having as difficult as it's, and I'm not a confrontational person and I'm a people pleaser, so I always like to say things right. And I thought, all right, I'm going to have to get over that. Like, I may say things wrong. And you've actually told me that. Like, you're, I'm not always going to say the right things. But the fact that I'm willing to try and, and I want to, and that's what I've been committed to is continue to be in conversation and, and, and open up my world more, my eyes and my world even more. So um, that's how I continue. You know, I, Jeannie, I just want to tell you what, what I really so appreciate is, is the acknowledgement that, you know, I'm a people pleaser and I don't like to be confrontational because again, I think folks need to know that given whatever your personality is, there's still a way to dismantle racism. And what was interesting is I came to you by way of a friend. Yes. Recommended you. And the friend happens to be a white woman, but I trusted her judgment about, you know, what I needed for my next stage in my business, blah, blah, blah. But it was in the working with you that I could also tell the type of person that you were. And I think it's important for business owners to understand that for people of color, somewhere we want to see in conversations with you that you get it that you get me and that you get what's happening in the world. And so I will never forget, uh, and we've, we've made reference to this in other places we've been, there was one intensive that we were doing with you. And while I liked you as a person, I, I, I loved who, who you were in terms of just the things that you taught uh, for the business, we were just, I, I don't know, you had this intensive really planned out for us And we got into a conversation on race Mm -hmm. and you did not back down. It it wasn't a confrontational one. We were just talking about what happens. And I remember we must've spent at least 30 minutes to 45 minutes talking about this. And that told me a lot because in that moment, what you said was, I have this whole day planned out for the way I think it should go. But the fact that there were at least two to three women of color in that room, mm-hmm. and we got on a conversation, and every person who was in your program got involved in that conversation. No one was like, oh, no, can we move on? And 
And that told me a lot. And what I want people to understand, the people who are doing this work, is that dismantling racism isn't always about going out and doing something, doing, 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 doing. It is the everyday practices. And so it's, it, it, it is interesting to talk about your transformation even since the murder of George Floyd, because you were doing some of the dismantling racism even in that moment. But I think the difference is based on what you're saying and based on what I know from our work together is you've become more intentional about it. So I'm, I'm very curious, what would you say have been some of the biggest challenges for you in doing this work? Oh, I love this question. And, and I'm just going to touch back to that because that intensive happened years ago, many years back. And it was one of those conversations that I remember thinking, okay, yeah, I have all this training planned and I want to talk about all of these things and you're here to learn and grow your business. But then I realized it was like, there are women who are leaning into what you and the other women were, the other black women. And I think there were three black women for that intensive out of 20. And it was, everyone was leaning in and wanting to hear and you all had the platform and, and we all wanted to hear what you had to say and that we could understand your perspective as well. It was so helpful. One of the things that I've learned is that I, I don't need to ask you all the questions. I'm learning through you being who you are. And there's times when you're teaching me because I've been in a course with you or a program with you. There's other times that we have conversation because we're friends, right? We have other conversations, but I don't lean on you to say, Carolyn, is this appropriate? Should I do this? I'm not, you know, I'm not calling you to be like, you're my token black friend. And I'm saying, can you do this? Or is this appropriate? Or is this right? I'm really understanding there's so many sides of us as people, right? There's so many sides of all of what we do in our work in the world. And there's sometimes it's not appropriate for me to ask you questions. And I'm learning that. So what I've done is really step back. Like I'm, I'm really reading what is, what feels appropriate? What's not? What, when I should ask a question and when I shouldn't. And I'm also intentionally building stronger relationships with my women friends of color, not because, not because it's, I'm, I'm going to have, and I'm putting in air quotes, a token black friend. It's not that at all. I, I always have loved really deep relationships. And this is a piece that I enjoy going into deep conversation. And this is, this is a lot of work for all of us to do together. And so we need to be engaged with conversations and people who are willing to do the work. You know, I I want to, uh, before you answer the question about the challenge piece, you just reminded me there was a point in your life where you would see a woman of color and you'd want to be friends, but didn't know whether you should approach that person or not. And the beauty of it through, through just conversations that we've had is just like you would be friends with anybody else. Mm -hmm. There's no need to feel uncomfortable even with that. So it's important. Uh, You're saying so many things that are so important for our listeners today about Just form the relationships and friendships. It's not about saying, oh, one of my best friends is Black or a person of Mm -hmm. color, but it's really just taking an interest in the person. And I've seen you, I I saw you do that before, but Mm -hmm. I've seen you, you know, like you said, during your transformation, just reach out more and more. But, But what are some of the challenges? Exactly. So the challenges became, I realized my environment like where I live, right? Where, uh, how, who I've spent time with. And so as I started to look at, well, who are the women in my programs? Why were there more white women for the last couple of, I would say last year and a half in my programs than women of color or even more in particular black women? Why was there a shift? And so I realized I was not going to places that 
I, I really wasn't speaking. Like I was saying this before, I wasn't doing some of that. So I was feeling a little challenged in my own backyard. Like, where am I going? My environment is, I'm just going to say it's a, a more white environment. And so I started to feel challenged in, well, where am I going to go? And also it was during the pandemic, like what, should, where is okay to go? What should I be doing? So environment was one. The other challenge is I just wasn't sure where to start and what to do. And so one of the, this ties back to you and your program and taking your program and feeling like I could, I could learn from you in that, in, in that instance, that helped me tremendously because that I, I didn't have to question where I started, mm. but the other part of the challenge also, and still continues to be a challenge for me is I never want it to look like I'm simply just putting up a post on social media. I'm checking a box. I'm continuously looking to say, how do I keep having conversation being conversation? So where do I need to keep doing that? How do I need to keep doing that? And with a pandemic, it's where do you physically go to do that and be in conversation with with others on this, not just in business, but in life. So I like that we can have a conversation today on a show, but I'm, I'm still challenged environmentally mm. at this time and recognizing I need to do more. I want to do more. Mm. So, so the beautiful thing is, is because you're in relationship with people of color. Now, even if you aren't speaking, you mm-hmm. can ask those people, do you have any referrals? And, and, and that's really important because if you're not connected with anybody, you don't even know to say, do you have any referrals for people who might um, benefit from making six to seven figures? Because that's what you do. And you do it really well with teaching people about how to grow their businesses. So Jeannie, we are going to uh, take another quick break. And I'm just really sitting here thinking, I bet you couldn't have imagined you'd be having this conversation a year ago, uh, really on radio for everybody to to be able to hear this. But I do thank you for being willing to be vulnerable and to share your experiences. But we're going to be right back after the break to continue to hear from Jeannie Spiro on some of the ways in which she's transformed her own personal life as it relates to dismantling racism, but also her business. We'll be right back with Dismantle Racism. I'm your host, Reverend Dr. TLC. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. We are back with Dismantle Racism with the Reverend Dr. TLC. Jeannie, in our last segment, the time goes by really fast. I really want to just ask you, you've talked about some of your challenges. You've talked about some of your self-transformation that you've done and a little bit about uh, your, your business and some ways in which you uh, have thought about your business. But what are some things that you know now that you didn't know back in 2020, for instance, when this all began? Oh, many. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't realize that in business-wise, I'll say this first, I didn't realize that I was not necessarily, when I was looking at individuals to hire, I wasn't necessarily thinking about, you know, I really should be looking at as many applicants as possible. And the question I didn't ask myself was, why don't I have any women of color that I'm interviewing? And I realized I didn't know that many women of color that could support my business. And so one of the things that's changed for me is I intentionally started looking for other women business owners that I could support in in helping them with their business growth, not just as their mentor, but also in them supporting my business as well. And so I feel one of the things that's happened is I'm so much more aware of Black women business owners than I've ever been before. And I'm thrilled that I'm connected to them, not only to interview, not only to cross-refer business to one another, not only so that we can they can support me or I can support them. Like here's a referral type of thing, right? It's, it's awareness. And to me, I don't think that I was even aware that I didn't even realize that it, it was almost like, I just didn't even see that. Do you know what and, I'm saying? And we, yes, I do. Because we refer to that really as an unconscious bias, right? Yes. That that's a part of what it means to be unconsciously biased, because we're looking at the people who look like us and who yes. appear like us and similar to us. We don't even recognize that there's a whole group of people that we're leaving out. So I really appreciate that that's a new way that you're looking into your business. So for you, um, it kind of draws into that next sort of question. When I say, what, what do you know now that you know, didn't know then I, it goes into that next question of what are you noticing in your marketing strategy? And I guess that means that you're intentionally now when you market, you're trying to be more inclusive in the ways in which you're marketing. Um, do you, for instance, in your marketing strategy, have you reached out to say, what are the organizations of color that I should look at and market to those organizations? Yeah. So there's, uh, there's two parts to this. So the first going back to that question and that point was I uh, was already working with women business owners. Um, I had a photographer at one time that was a black woman business owner. I had a virtual assistant as well. And, and yet I realized wow, I just don't know that many more. So that opportunity to expand my awareness and connections was great. Um, uh, remind me of the question again, because I want to make sure I tie back to that. So, so I was really just talking about the marketing strategies that marketing. you're using to engage uh, more women of color. So two parts of it. One is I am I have my team purposely supporting me with finding speaking opportunities. What conferences are are available for me to speak at? What podcasts can I be speaking on? How can I be reaching all audiences? 
And we are in intentional about that now versus before I wasn't thinking about where am I speaking? I was just looking at, I want to reach an audience. Now I'm like, is this broad? Am I talking to as many, and I focus on working with women, as many business women as I possibly can that need to know about my work because I'd love to support women and their growth and their financial uh, growth and well-being. So how can I make sure I'm reaching more audiences? So we're intentional. And, and what I think that, that business owners should really think about is, is that you're also missing out on a lot of business when you don't go to places where there are many women of color who are present. Yes. Um, you know, I, I just think about, listen, just think about what would have happened if you and I had not exactly. connected with each other. For instance, we've, I've grown from you, you've grown from me and you know, thankfully someone introduced me to you, or I may not have heard of you or may not have come to, you know, to work with you. And so I think it's really, really important for, for business owners and, you know, uh, just for people in general to just reach beyond the color line and figure out ways in which we can all know more about each other, learn more about each other. What I really um, valued about our time together in the course that um, uh, the program that you did with me is that I have an action plan for people mm -hmm. to do. And so I get people to start thinking about it. And it's just at the beginning of it and because the, the program is only six weeks. So there's only so much you could do, but it's like, what are you going to do? Think outside of the box. And then we can talk and we can generate some ideas. And so uh, I really want to just say to the listening audience, start where you are. Start where you are personally and then move in to the profession. Um, Jeannie, we are uh, quickly running out of time here. So is there anything else that you would add that you think is really important for uh, those who are listening that we haven't covered today? Absolutely. So uh, yesterday, one of my clients reached out to me. She was, she's a mom, uh, a military mom, a mom of three, and she's a black woman. She had submitted a request to be on a panel. Actually, she's a speaker at a national conference. And we worked together many years ago and she posted about it. And all I kept thinking was, Fabulous. I helped at some point, I because I, I teach that as a strategy, I want more, more women to get on stages and be able to speak. And I know that I empowered her to be able to submit an application, to be able to get on stage, that she's going to be a dynamic speaker. And I just thought, every woman I want to be able to feel comfortable stepping on stage and speaking. And I, I, I just want to see every woman feel that this is their time to do it and nothing should hold them, hold them back. So, yeah, I just, I'm excited that I get to see more diversity and, and that's happening even more now than ever before. Mm. What, what are some uh, next steps for you in, in terms of dismantling racism? Anything in mind mm -hmm. that you haven't already talked about? Yeah, the next thing is I am internally working through policies in my business, and I'm looking at every single aspect of what I have going on. I'm looking at my hiring practices. I'm looking at my um, my diversity inclusion. I like every single uh, element of my business. I'm I'm wanting to make sure that it's not just written words that. Uh, as I hire my team, they're educated as well, and that we have an understanding, our entire business, this is how we operate, and these are our core beliefs. Mm -hmm. So I'm working through that now. Mm -hmm. Well, Jeannie, it has been a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure having you on the show today. I am just, um, just thrilled. So tell our listening audience how they can get in touch with you if they want to, to work with you because you will help them to grow their business and uh, about your podcast as well. Absolutely. So uh, everyone can learn more about me at geniespyro.com. And my podcast is the Midlife CEO podcast. 
And I have a group that I started. It's a Facebook group and it's called the Midlife CEO Facebook group. That's on uh, obviously on Facebook. And you can go to geniespiro.com forward slash CEO. And the final thing is for those of uh, everyone who I, I want more people to be out speaking. So I started a, I created a guide and it's a speaking guide that helps people get started with finding places to speak, to generate leads and get their message out. And it's geniespiro.com forward slash guide. And they can grab that for free. Oh, great. Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'd like to thank my listening audience today. If you would like to know more about the programs that I offer, please visit sacredintelligence.com. I have a list of dismantling racism programs on there. I would love for you to come and be a part of those programs. And before we end today, I just really want to invite you to get out and to take action. Take action where you are. You don't have to march in the streets, but with your personality, you can do the action that's suitable to where you are right now. Just do it. Just do something to dismantle racism. Please stay tuned for the Conscious Consultant Hour with Sam Leibowitz as he he walks with you and his guests through life's journey. So please stay tuned for that. And I will see you next week on Dismantle Racism with me, your host, the Reverend Dr. TLC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.